Tundra Talk is brought to you by Frontier Outfitters and Century Hardware, your source for outdoor gear in interior Alaska. It's a locally owned, longtime Fairbanks business that I've shopped at since I was a kid, and they've always done a great job of carrying a wide variety of quality, proven gear that'll tackle whatever Alaskan tasks you need it to. Frontier Outfitters always stays current with gear for the season, and whether you're bear baiting in the spring, fishing or dip netting in the summer, looking for game bags and gears for moose camp in the fall, or need to stock up on trapping lures, get a new spud bar, or just need some bait for your winter burbot sets, they've got you covered. They always carry a wide variety of Alaskan-proven clothing and boots, camping gear, meat processing supplies, lots of guns, ammo, reloading and shooting supplies, as well as gun safes. Downstairs in Century Hardware, you'll find your snow machine and ATV accessories like sleds and hitch pins, gun boots, hot grips, as well as a full selection of marine and boating parts and accessories. They really go out of their way to stock quality, useful equipment, and it's truly one of those great hometown sporting goods and hardware stores that every town needs to have. Whether you're gearing up for a hunting or fishing trip, working on that never-ending home improvement project, or you just need to rehandle an axe, it's usually a one-stop shop. Frontier Outfitters is located on 3rd and Old Steese in Fairbanks, and they have a second location out in North Pole, so make sure you stop in there and tell them you heard about it on Tundra Talk. This episode of Tundra Talk is also brought to you by Hedgecock Group Real Estate, a local brokerage that can cover your real estate needs in the Fairbanks area, whether it's residential, commercial, or just undeveloped property. The Hedgecocks have been active in the Fairbanks and North Pole real estate market since the early 80s and have put together a team that really reflects the diverse needs of homebuyers in interior Alaska. With a brokerage team made up of multi-generation Fairbanks locals, transplants, and military veterans, they really understand the unique aspects of living in the interior and what that means when it comes to shopping for a home in general, buying land to build a home, and they also understand the situations that many military members are in when needing to buy or sell a home in Fairbanks. This is really a unique place to live, and whether it's learning why some houses have water-holding tanks instead of wells, how much it'll cost to heat a given house, or just what recreational opportunities are close by, they're here to help you. More than simply acquiring or building a piece of property, they can help you find the right property in the right place and help you learn from their experience. The Hedgecock Group offices are on Noble Street in Fairbanks, and if you want to get in touch with them, visit www.fairbanksakhomes.com. That's how you do it. All right, welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. I'm Tyler Freel, um, and it is... <laughs> I'm disappointed. Oh, it is Alaska <laughs> Disappointment Day 2021. Not yet. Um, sitting here oh, wow. with... Uh, Nick Mookie and Dr. Frank Schultz. Um, I guess before we get into the the stuff of the day, we do have. I do have. We're all wearing our the the Tundra Talk uniform, the bunny boot hoodie today. Um, got a bunch of bunny boot hoodies and T-shirts in. Um, still have quite a few of them left, so please go buy them. Please, please buy them. Please. <laughs> but uh, I yeah, think they're no. sweet. I like them. I like the sled. But I, the sled one. This one's pretty sweet. Too. Yeah, I do still. I have a few. I like a handful, mostly small. The, the demographic of this <laughs> podcast listener group edges large. edges towards the the XL side of the spectrum. So I, I think I've got a few, like maybe one or two smalls and like a couple mediums. And I think I have one like three X 
of the sled hoodies left and a couple mediums of the ram skull i got more of them ordered but mm-hmm. uh yeah bunny boot ones they came out pretty badass they're uh nice comfy hoodies and the shirts came out good too so sharp. uh get them while the getting's good because if it i don't know if they all disappear like overnight i'll probably make another order but if they take a while that might not happen this winter so we'll see it could be limited edition but anyway if you want to if you want to get one you can do that at uh tundratalkak.com and just click on shop or add the slash shop to the end it's pretty simple anyway disappointment day Anyway, so I kind of got hosed. These guys have actually been freaking. They had the phones shut off since what, like twelve last, last night when I went to bed. Yep, same here. I think I went to bed at like nine. Turned yeah. her off. Turned my phone off, so I went to bed at seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might have to steal. One no, of just kidding. But yeah, I've. So we don't refrain know. from knowing whether I've drawn any tags yet. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like. It's going to be super cool if I do, but I'm just expecting a turd sandwich. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Same fucking thing. So yeah. we should probably... Uh, do it. Do it, yeah. You want to... You got... <laughs> I'm ready. I want to... I fucking want to know. This is like the most... It's, well, it's better it's than funny Christmas, it's, but it's way more disappointing than way Christmas. Way more disappointing. <laughs> At least you know you're getting something for Christmas. Right. But uh, yeah, it's funny. This is like the... It's always like there's certain things like Christmas. There's certain things that you can like count on. You could play like bingo with, yep. or <clears throat> drink, make drinking games. Like just get on social media, and every time someone, every <laughs> time someone says we need to go to a point system, every time the, 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 the you always get someone says a point system. You always get someone. This is bullshit. Um, you always get some. When I put in for double-digit years, yeah. and I'm not drawing, um, then you always get the assholes that are like, oh, look at what I yeah. got. Like, so 16. it really doesn't – I put in for tags that I don't expect to draw. I mean, the hard tags. But I don't yeah. know any – I don't really know anyone that put that drew any of the tags that I put in for myself, so – so there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> God, there's always a chance. Here it is. I just clicked. Okay. I got an email, I know, but I didn't look at it. Oh, you go to that. I just went out right to their web, their page and wrote my name in. Ah, shit. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, I guess it was to be expected. No brown bear, no elk. No sheep. No bison. No sheep. That means you didn't draw sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no muskox. Mm, just all no's. It's just like did you draw anything, slap Tyler? Slap in the face. Yeah. You did? <laughs> <laughs> no, I drew uh I drew that Kramer's muzzleloader moose. Oh tag no shit. For December, which I wasn't expecting to draw that one. I put in for a couple muzzleloader tags, and that was not the one I was expecting to draw. Well, that's so you can bring your bow then when we go in the fall yeah, early that's, on. That's like because it's the backup plan because this is antlerless, which yeah, by that time, like because it's all December and January. So if I can't scrounge up an antlerless bull or yeah, some big old cow, you know, but in that time, like it's the backup plan. So that's that was pretty much what I had said that was going to be my plan if i draw one of these that'll be the backup and then i'll probably just bring my bow 
moose hunting well, in the fall and try to get a nice shit. one. I guess I'll just have to shoot a sheep and a moose <laughs> and it's a bunch of bears anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that, a, that's the whole beauty of it is it's like, it's not like you can't, because this, well, you know, because I don't draw anything doesn't and, mean and, I can't hunt. And I that's can still the thing, hunt the entire year for everything, Yeah, you well, know? and that's the thing that's like, it's, I don't know, it's it's like aggravating maybe to see, but it's also good to see because there's, then, you know, you would have more competition in theory, if everyone, yeah, knew, but like there's a lot of, I mean, every every freaking year, it's just, it's the same fucking Groundhog Day, where you know people are like literally like offended that they did, like it's like the end of the world that they didn't draw a tag when right, you know, it's it's the it's the attitude that if you don't get a draw tag, you can't have awesome, amazing hunting opportunities. Like, hey, hey, you you want to go goat hunting next week? You can. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I didn't draw a squad either, so. Nothing? You just looked? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Serves you right. Boy, a lot of no, texts. on a good streak. <laughs> with my phone off all day. Holy <laughs> shit. I was on a good streak there for a while, but. Yeah. I don't know. When you put in for four tags that are high quality and, like, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to. You're not going to put in for anything that would be lesser of quality than what you can do over the counter. Yeah. And well, that that's what it all boils down to is the odds. And like you know, I mean, I saw two or three, you know, guy like literally posts all the stuff and whether you put all six for one or like it's spread out over. Yeah. Like almost all these choices, you know, it's like seriously upset that you didn't draw anything. This is bullshit, you it's know. Like, and it's like li- literally all those hunts you drew were like. Less than ten percent odds. A lot of them are like one percent or less. You know how many years you sh- you theoretically should have to put in for a one percent, like a hundred years before you would yeah. statistically. Yeah. Well, I f- thirteen years for the first Delta tag, and then three, and I drew it again. So I figured, like, Probably I'll never draw a sheep tag ever again in my life. Yep. Yeah, it's... I mean, pretty fortunate to even draw that tag twice. Oh yeah, yeah, Agreed. for sure. I t- you know, I talked to some old timers though that are just like. The dude in Century, um, John I, I Beers or about, whatever, yeah, he's yeah. drawn that tag so many times. One of the other guys behind the gun counter, drawn it a bunch of times. Just the way it goes. Yeah, Just the way exactly. It yeah. I'd yeah. rather it be random or lottery like it is, though, than a point system that Me, just hose yeah. all of your well, kids you and see, your family like, and new it, hunters. And, it seems yeah. like every year down in the States, like you, the complaining you hear about those systems is just getting worse well, and it's worse out of hand. and worse. If, if you apply and for it's like, every, why, do you, why, why even try right. at that point? You know? If you apply yeah. for all the Western states and stuff like that to get points for all the species, I mean, you're, you're talking, you're, you're spending... A hunting license in most states at, at oh, minimum. Yeah. Plus, then you're being charged for the application fees and everything. And Christ, it, if Alaska became that and you went to points, I mean, there'd be a lot of disappointed people. Yeah. Oh yeah. There'd be, I mean, because the first couple of years, everybody's gonna be on the even even keel, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you get up to ten years, you could still go thirty years without drawing if a, mm-hmm. in a brand new preference point system. Yeah. When they switched Wyoming over, like I think max points now is you know twenty some points or whatever the hell it is. Well, you, you know, you, it's like fucking. Those people are still competing for you a still tag. you still yeah. you still have all almost as many people comp- you know applying for tags like Toke and Delta right. or a lot of the Chugach tags. I mean, like they're just high demand yep. tags, and they're you you know yeah. it, it would take how the years that it would take to go through everybody, and then you're gen- you're getting new people coming up from the bottom. Yep, too. It just doesn't. I don't know. I I try to try to look at it as just. 
a bonus and you're spending some money, like, I mean, our state generally, I think, does a pretty good job. Do you put in for other states, like western states? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Idaho, but there's no points there either. So you mm-hmm. have a, you know, it's a lottery draw up to a certain percentage for non-residents, 10%. But I, I just put in for sheep there. And then Nevada, I put in for sheep, but that's a that's a point system there. I'd put in for in Colorado for a little while, and then they changed it, and it yeah. was... And then it went from like this many people and it quadrupled the amount of people because you didn't have to pay for anything. Yeah, so it was like cost six bucks or whatever to put in for that year. But the what I heard about when they changed it, they they had to change it in order to make the actual change that they wanted to make. So like by by their law or their or whatever you want to call it, their state constitution. I don't know what the hell you call it or whatever through the the tag allocations and stuff like that. In order to change to what they what they have right now today, mm-hmm. they had to change it uh, to make and make it really cheap. That what like two years ago it was like a dollar or fucking something, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's like so six everybody bucks or applied, three bucks or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So in order to get it to where it is now today, I, they had to do it. They had to go through that process. But huh? Yeah. I pretty much I just stopped. Yeah, Colorado is one of those states where after you apply for three years, you have a you know you have a chance Pretty to draw. Good chance, I know yeah. lots of people that have drawn sheep tags after their third year of applying because you got to wait the three. You got to have the three weighted points and then right. reference points on top of that. Yeah. But, so it's, that's one of the few states where I think that if you if you stuck with it, you'd have a good chance. Not a good chance, but you'd have a a chance, right? <laughs> well, I have a buddy Joe that lives down there, and he's like, I you know, he's like, you get if you keep putting in and you finally draw. There's a good chance I'll be able to take you and Yeah. Huh? Oh, I got a Make you sure had I a look. Little, you had a little fluffy on your on your I thought it was peeling. Make oh sure no, this shit don't peel. <laughs> right. <laughs> like these fucking things suck. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No. Oh, so what I was gonna mention earlier before I get too distracted. Oh yes. I just ordered, I found, you know, because I think we talked about your little 22 reloading kit on the podcast oh, before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you I, order one? I didn't. I, I will, I'm sure, eventually. I'm getting sucked. I'm going to get sucked in there. But they have they have a little tool. Mm-hmm. You make number 11 percussion caps. Oh, no shit. Out of, out of beer cans or whatever, just aluminum, aluminum cans. Aluminum, yeah. And they're, you know, you use their, like, primal compound. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sure you could come up with some. So you're just crimping and making a little. Yeah, you just take little, like you cut it and roll it out flat, and then like you slide it through this thing and pow, and it you pops could, out a cap. You know what we should try is those little round red caps, kids cap gun caps. <laughs> try and jam yeah. one of those on there and see if she flies. Well, I, it <clears> might <throat> work. I would think that they too you, small. You, they, they, you wouldn't get the flame enough flame really. I mean, maybe I don't know. It would be worth a try. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to try that out. I haven't shot one of them in fucking 20 years. I just saw something the other day making uh, 223 swedging bullets. Oh, with copper tube and lead. No, using uh, 22 long rifle brass, you can swedge a 223 bullet. Jeez. Yeah, so it's like brass jacketed, lead filled. Short fucker though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff out there. But I saw that, I was like, oh, I gotta buy that. Roy man. was making them at the lodge when I first caps? started there. No, he was oh. making um, ammo. He was swedging his own bullets for a two twenty Swift. Oh. And they were with twenty two long rifle 
cases was the the brass, and then he was pouring the lead into them, but he had this little custom mold that you crimp it, and it, like, makes this conical bullet. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's I- like, you can see the seam where it comes together, but it's like, you can't, I mean, moving. it's not going to be like, you're like, <laughs> <clears throat> whatever you call that in golf, the <laughs> ball goes out to the one side or the other hook. Shanked Slashed it. Shanked, shanked it. it. Sliced oh, it. Sliced it. That's game. what I was trying to think of was sliced it. Shanked it. Sliced it. Something. Peeled it. I'm not a golfer. Me either. I try. I I gave it an honest one try. Took me like 10 tries to hit the ball off the tee and decided this game was not for me. Yeah, I've gone, but yeah, it's bogus. I'd rather watch yep. paint dry, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I'm pretty, pretty stoked to have that moose tag in the back That's pocket. That's in town. Yeah, nice. That's Should really that cool. It's in Kramer's, like the Is Kramer's it antlerless. Field. Antlerless, yeah, but oh, wow. it's December and January, so I don't know. A lot of the little bulls hang on to their antlers. Yeah, there's one out in our neighborhood rolling around Three right ten. now. This little bull's got yeah. antlers still. Someone, I just saw someone two needs moose to right knock him on the head with a rubber <laughs> mallet. <laughs> I saw him going to your house in the end of March, beginning of April. Yeah. Little bull, maybe yeah. twenty inches wide or something like that. Had both of his antlers still, just trucking through the brush. Like yeah, I don't they that. still weren't coming off. Crazy. Some of them lose them in December, and then the rest of you know, not the rest, but some of the, them the hold big on old bulls. Yeah. They first ones to go for <laughs> sure. All the yeah. antlers you want are, are yeah. quick to come off. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So another another year. I am not putting in for Alaska again until next year. Yeah, no, me, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I am done with this shit <laughs> until, until next, next year. year. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, don't even care. It. We've all been lucky enough to draw some cool tags over the years. Yeah. Well, oh, a couple. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and that's you know what it's what it is. If you if if a person like feels like they're got they got a leg up by just drawing a draw tag there's ways where you can have a really good chance of drawing one but if you're putting in for a lot of these hunts it's just a bonus you know sure enough but uh yeah um i saw a pretty uh I, i can't remember what made me think of it i saw some meme it was like a guy a guy's like yeah i try to teach my kids that is about like cussing he's like try to teach my kids um that profan you know like it's not the words that's bad it's you know it's the context <laughs> and he said i was at the grocery store and some little girl like picked up a blag of it was like cauliflower rice or something is like what the fuck is this <laughs> and, he's like, and she deserved an oscar <laughs> <laughs> oh man I don't, uh, know, I don't know what made me think about it, but i i saw that earlier brian yeah. and seth both threw a Fognac elk. Oh, nice. He just texts me and he's like, you're going. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm happy for him. That's super cool. They've been putting in for that for a while. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. when they put in for stuff, it's together. So they, that means they both drew it. Nice. Yeah. They're on a roll drawing party tags, huh? Yeah, not too bad. The way I look at it was going, putting it in party with you. We got, you know, we're doubling our... All it takes is one of us to draw, and we both get it, unless there's the last person. Right. Yeah. And we get 12 tries. 
between the two of us to only need to get drawn one time. Is it like that? 12. Or I thought it. I th- no, it like, asked me because oh. I put in for both of us and it asks like, do you want his six for this and oh, do you want okay. his, the, your six for this? So yeah. it is. You actually get twelve. That was the first time last year I put in for you and I. Yep. And yeah, it it is. You do get twelve. Nice. At least the way I read it and the way I understood it. Yeah, you better now, get twelve. You fucking put can, in for six yeah. times for each yeah. person. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. No, if sense. I didn't get twelve, they took my money for twelve. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. So ah, that's exciting though. We'll have to start it's time to start scheming. Yeah, exactly. No, it's good to know that you don't have to you know, plan something. Oh, do you know how many fucking flights got booked this morning? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, a lot, I'm sure. I guess. I wonder how their website held up this morning. Not good, I don't think. Oh, I'm sure. It must, it's got to scu- be a cluster. The scuttlebuck was like, <laughs> please, like people are on Facebook. Oh, what is it? My, it's not working for me. It's not working. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you will find out, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, Holy shit. You know, you got at least nine, you know, six, seven months before. My email came at like noon, so even if the website was down, most I'm sure everybody got an email too. Yeah, I got an e- I got an email too. It didn't like say I won or anything, but it was just saying that the, I think it was just saying that the draw results were up. But yeah, freaking, I need to get my get my rod in the water, get the jig in the water again sometime soon. I wanted man. to go I, this weekend. I haven't but been the, fishing in a, about a month. It. it the weather this weekend looked fucking downright cold, so there's, I'm, there's no way I'm going to go. But oh, yeah. Frank and I went last weekend, and we had a fucking blast. Dear, Ty- like Dear Tyler Friel, you're receiving this email. Because you suck. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't draw shit. When it tells me everything that you did and didn't draw, too. You got the email for I, me? I got your email. <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonder how that happens. Here's And mine came in right under it. Mine's just straight nose. Huh. Yeah, we had two two pretty good days of fishing last weekend. I had one, but it was still good. We didn't I mean, there was a couple of nice fish caught, but nothing huge, huge. No, and the other folks I talked to really I mean thirty two, thirty four was about right. Yeah. So I I caught several that were like thirty six to thirty eight mm-hmm. whatever, but just yeah. a shit year, might as well not even go. Nope, terrible. Yep. <laughs> terrible, Sucks. don't go. We had this awesome fish fry on (laughs) Friday night. It was epic. Like, Matt hooked up some, holy shit, was it good. It was just deep fried pike, but instead of using egg and flour, he just used uh, Frank's Frank's Red Red Hot. Oh. Coat it all in that, and then throw it in your dry batter and fry it in oil. It was it was damn good. That's really good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had pike three nights in a row because when I <laughs> the day before I went, I had, you had some, it, yeah. and then that night we did, and then the next night when I got <clears> home, <throat> I made some more. We had a fish fry that night too. Nice. I got just a, I got a little bit of smoked stuff left. I'm chewing That's on pretty good. hard. Yeah. 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 It's man. I the the fish on Saturday was probably half a, half as you know half a bet half as what the fuck do you call it. I don't know. <laughs> it was half as gen better than what it was the on half Friday. as gen better. Half, half again yeah, is better. Yeah. I understand what you're trying to say. So, so <laughs> like fish, red hot, dry batter. Yes. Yes. Oil, hot oil. No egg, no flour, no, okay. no bullshit Mo- motor steps oil. that aren't needed. Mo- yeah. Motor mm-hmm. oil, two stroke oil, two stroke oil with a little bit yeah. of gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
just that kick at the end. And then you just slap it on the exhaust and it sticks right on there. Jam those pieces right in your hot dogger. (laughs) Cruising around all day. Knowing the lights were out that night. Yeah, Matt took some really cool pictures as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I saw one of them. He's a good photographer. Yeah. He takes the time. It's like, it's so difficult to be like, okay, pump the brakes, stop. I got to stop fishing, get my camera out, go over here, take a picture, go over there, look at the stuff, make sure it's coming out good and everything. It's not like you just, oh, a couple snappies and throw the thing back in the backpack (laughs) or in your pocket again, you know? It's like, it takes time to get good pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, need to have Matt back over here. Yeah, one he, of these days. His truck broke down. Oh, you know, he's trying to. It's leaking oil like a sieve. He's oh shit! Really? Yeah, I don't know if he after he left from fishing. No, it had already been bad. He just he had it kind of. I guess the leak. He just had it slowed down a little bit, but he brought a bunch of oil with him so he could get home if he needed to. Yeah. I think you'll figure it out eventually, but a truck like that, you know, it's so it's so old. It's you know, it's it's worth a lot as it is, right? You know, because yeah. you can't really find a truck like that anymore. No. But if he were to replace those older it, diesels, are so are yeah. like they're worth a lot of money. And if he if they replace them, if like they're not even, spraying oil, well, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> well, yeah. And, but then if you go to buy something comparable like today, you know, you got sixty grand in that truck or, or more, more, or yeah. more. Yeah. Like, holy fuck, yeah. Those new diesel trucks, though, I looked at a GMC not too long ago, and it's quieter than my freaking the four stroke gas truck. Yeah, it's four stroke <laughs> diesel. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, I've never never owned a diesel, so I run the, run the rabbit. That thing's far yeah. from quiet, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell that thing coming. Yeah. That's yeah, a two-stroke. Yeah, that's definitely a two-stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Speaking of which, i got to go pick my sled up finally. Oh, they called? It's done? Yeah. Or, okay. Did yeah. somebody been, take it for a rip? It's been done a little bit. I assume so. I told them to. Right on. So I told them to go run it for 20 miles. You know, I was like, I'll pay for the yeah, time to it. go like run that thing hard and make sure that that issue's resolved. So I'm that's assuming good. it is. Good. They're usually pretty good about. Well, yeah, you need that to go fishing, so you better hurry the fuck up. Yeah, but you got all, you got some other things cooking. Yeah, too. <laughs> we got. You could hitchhike. Imminent baby showing up any day now. So. I took Tyler on my snow machine. We went fishing, <laughs> and I almost crashed us. <laughs> yeah. I fell off the snow machine. I hit like frozen tracks where it was overflow on the lake, and somebody had gone through, and then it oh, froze, yeah. and I hit him. And it's I I lucky I was going slow. I fell off the snow machine. I mean, I landed on my feet and like ran out of it. But he was like put had to put his foot down to keep the whole snow machine from tipping over on him. It was weird. So is there a size limit there on people? No, riding on the (laughs) no. Tyler was apparently too big. Um. At that spot, I don't think there is. No, no. be a good spot to go get some. It sounds like, I mean, for a fish fry. <laughs> no, oh, I think shit, the limit's yeah. like two, though. Oh, still, I think it's, it's the same limit as like all these other lakes, but, but no size limit. But no size limit. Okay. Well, hmm. I mean, it was cool. It was a cool little spot. I was kind of bummed that we didn't pick up any big rainbows. Hmm. But whatever. <laughs> it was cool. Fun. I don't know that I've ever had a 
lake trout session that I caught so many in yeah. such a short <laughs> amount of time. I mean, they weren't big, but surprised it was still with, a lot. Surprised with that many um, fish that you guys caught that you didn't catch any, you know, 25. No, I was kind of too. I mean, it, I would think a lake that big would be able Have to support them, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's deep enough. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. cool, though. Glass and cheap from the from the ice hut. <laughs> yeah, I found a couple of three rams. I'll be damned. Well, well, yeah, what else is new? Not much work. Not much work, yeah, you mm-hmm. tiling away. Yep, tiling away. <laughs> not the mosaic, though. Nope, not tiling my own stuff, just tiling somebody else's stuff. Yeah, that's all right. Good time of year Everyone, to work a lot. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, get it done before the sun starts shining mm-hmm. all the time. And it's already. I mean, it's great now. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Yeah. Not it's not perfect, but it's good. Yeah, plenty of daylight now. At least it's not like black dark when you're driving home at three or four in the afternoon anymore. You start mm-hmm. like feel a little bit of radiant heat from the sun. Like the sunshine actually feels warm. Yes, that's kind of nice. It's 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 coming around. Yeah, just like every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems to be exactly the same as last time. Last year, this time, <laughs> about the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. What the heck was I? Gonna, there was something I was going to tell you guys about. I'm depending on you guys to carry the conversation because <laughs> I struggle. It was almost going to be the best episode of Tundra Talk ever because I wasn't going to be able to sit in if I was watching <laughs> nice. Dad duty. Uh, yeah. Or if I was on Dad duty, yeah. It was hard all day to not look, you know, because I was oh. on a computer and shit. And I just didn't. Oh, really? Well, I had yeah. to work, you yeah. know, so I was there, but I, yeah, I didn't. Look. <laughs> you were one click away. <laughs> <I was> one <laughs> click away. All day. I looked up other people, uh, but I didn't look up myself. Oh, that's even, that's flirting with, that's playing with fire there. <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll wait to be disappointed till the afternoon, you know, that way I'm, you know, not, that way I'm a little unhappy the rest of the evening instead of during the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you just go into it assuming nothing, and then you get nothing, and that's... That's pretty much yep. the way you need to look at it. Yeah. If you're relying on a draw tag you're in Alaska to, to hunt or, you know, any of that, yeah. then I think you're looking at it wrong. Yeah. Because you, you can do everything and do awesome hunts of, of every species except for, you know, bison and muskox. Mm. Yeah. And, and there's, Lord yeah. knows I don't need to draw another one of them. No, I would, so. like, I, I would like to get a muskox. I mean... That's yeah. the only like a little bit frustrating thing, and there's ways I can't complain because there's different, you know, there's different things you could do, um, and yeah, like the Nunavak muskox tag is cool and all, but it's like if I'm gonna pay ten grand to go shoot a muskox, I might as well go to freaking Greenland or something, mm-hmm. which is a little, yeah, it's like it, on the one, it's one of those things that's a little disappointing, but it's not like I'm not saying it's not fair, you it, know what I mean, right. No, by the time you by the time you go out there, a friend of mine just did it two or three weeks ago, and he only got to hunt one day because of weather. Yeah, he got you know hosed in Bethel with weather. Had to stay there extra days, and it's two hundred bucks a night there and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, or two fifty, or yeah, or whatever it is. I know it's not cheap. I I guarantee he had enough wrapped up in that to go to Canada and shoot two of them. Yeah, you know, if you go to Banks Island, you can shoot two. But granted, you can't really go to Canada right now. But Greenland, I mean, I think mm. their hunts are sixty five hundred or whatever, and then throwing your airfare and crap, you're probably about the same. 
especially if you factor in taxidermy yep. into the you know, Nunavak. ones, yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're not prepping stuff yourself. Yep. And, I read no, today one of the, one of the transporters. I mean, I charge like 300, 350 bucks to prep a muskox yep. hide. And I read today that somebody, um, one of the transporters out there is charging $4,000 next year. And all the, you know, it's always been like Nunavak. three. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so you got a $500 tag. You got yeah. three to $4,000 in transport fees. You got the airfare from Bethel to McCrory Cook, round trip, couple hundred bucks or more. Then you have all the. It was like five, six hundred. Yeah, and then come back from that, and then you got your, you know, night in Bethel or two on each end or whatever. Then you got to get all your meat and stuff back. <clears throat> and God forbid you want to mount the damn thing, and then you got another three or four grand tacked on to it. Yeah. It's not cheap. Everybody, I'm I think people. That one. <laughs> I I bet you. Are, I well, I bet there are people that put in for it that don't even know the don't cost involved. What they're getting into. Yeah. I, a friend of mine a couple of years ago said, "Hey, I want to put in for muskox for my wife and I." I said, "You do know that it, if you draw it, I mean, if you both draw it, I mean, you're looking at you know fifteen, sixteen grand probably all said and done for the both of you." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, he didn't put in for it, but he didn't know that." Yeah, I don't. I don't even bother putting in for that. Mm-hmm. I put. In, I put in for a different one, but um. right. Yeah, that's a that's an expensive hunt. Yeah, I wonder where they're at on the slope as far as those ones reaching huntable status. Last year, when I talked to the biologist, she said that they needed to have three hundred to have a you know a harvestable surplus, and I guess they. I, I'd have to look at my email again, but I'm pretty sure she responded that they count. I and I, fairly certain. They counted 299 <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> oh so, what? Well, yeah. That's just. Well, and that's another one th- thing that sucks. Like, yeah, yeah, old days, uh, we'll take a few super cubs up there and yeah. waylay some wolves and grizzly bears, and you got <laughs> flourishing muskox again. Well, they heard right on the road. That's one reason I think they opened up, made it a registration hunt for grizzlies in the fall in the corridor, was because there was a few of them that were. Whacking Getting the heck whacked. out of the muskox. Yeah, a few grizzly bears were. Well, that's what they said. That's why the why the herd declined so fast yeah. is because of a couple of bears that were figured out how to kill them. That's yeah. what I heard. But that being said, I mean there used to be a draw tag up there for muskox. Why can't there be one or two tags? Like, yeah, like you can't tell me that shooting one or two bulls is going to have any yeah, effect on no that herd effect. up there. Yeah. yeah, there's fucking muskox from south of the damn pass. I mean, not a lot, but there are some all the way to Dead Horse. Mm-hmm. I've seen them everywhere along in there. I've seen them. Just and north just the of the one, pass, and, and that's the just ship. the ones that are on the road. That's, I mean, there's yeah. so much country up Holy there. Holy shit! Yeah, exactly. You know, and no, who's going to fly? You know, if you have one or two tags a year, who's going to fly? N- not, People, you're just going to drive up there. Well, you'd and find be a, nuts not to. Yeah, you'd to be hunt nuts not to yeah. drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a silly situation. I, I mean, I think that if they did open a season, it wouldn't even be open to us until they had. Till they took care of the, the villages up yeah. there, you know the subsistence hunts. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I don't I don't know enough about it to, other than putting in a few proposals for it over the past couple of years and talking with the biologist, it just doesn't sound like they're interested in having a hunt for them. Who counts two ninety nine instead of three hundred? <laughs> you can't find <laughs> you one more. Can't fly around <laughs> for five more minutes and find no. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. The gas gauge saying we got to head home. It's all a conspiracy. It's it, all might, yeah. it might have been 290 or something. I don't yeah, know. It was no. really close. 
No, because, yeah, they've, aside from that one, that decline, you know, and I don't know when the last time they actually had a hunt up there was, but, um. Probably 15 years ago. 15 years, yeah, that's not that long ago. Yeah, it would be nice to, to open up a little bit. I mean, even if just to improve odds in other places, you know. It would improve it, odds in other places. It would give people a very, very affordable and doable opportunity at Muskox, I yeah. think, as well. And God knows how much revenue the state would get off of it as well. I mean, you probably would overall have the same amount of people applying, but you would get a lot of people from outside Alaska applying for it too, yeah, because yeah. they could come up here, rent a vehicle, and drive up and hunt them. Yeah. So I, I, I don't see it as a downside, especially if you just had a few. You're not going to ruin muskox, isn't it? Yeah. Animal non-resident has to have a guide, right? No, they don't need one. Oh no shit. Mm-mm. No, huh. I think I think most of that, a lot of it gets tied back into Nunavak being. You, like you have to have main, a transporter anyway, and there's going to be do, pretty much somebody they, that's there with you. Do they make non-residents <clears throat> use a guide on Nunavak? Well, the th- is it, so Nunavak is it's not state it's regs. It's not a state reg. No, it's the it's the fact that the majority of the uh, the land out there is native owned. So yeah. you need a trespass permit. I think that's like 160 bucks, and but then as terms of that, they require you to hire a transporter it would, or guide I think, or whatever. Yeah, it would be extremely difficult. You could do it without a guide. I know people that have. Yeah. We know people that have. But uh it's not it's not something that your average person's gonna be able to figure out. Yeah. So but yeah non residents don't they don't need a guide for muskox. It just so happens that the tag everybody puts in for kind of requires you to have one. But Yep. My friend drew Delta Sheep and a Muskox tag. That's pretty cool. That is cool. He'd been whining about not drawing for years. Like, shut up <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm happy. I I didn't expect anything. I think that's kind of the norm kind of the norm for me. I yeah. put I put in for a little more this year than I normally did, but like I mean, a lot of it was not super high odds stuff no. anyway. So that's the way it goes. If I draw something, I want it to be something better than what I'm going to do anyway. They just open, emergency opened a moose season for any moose. Twenty one D, I think today. I heard oh, it was so, on the radio. So that's like west of here. Yeah. Hmm. I'd say let's go, but we all three yeah. killed moose. <laughs> yeah, you have to have not not harvested anything. Shucks. What unit what you, is that tw- that Nunavak in? Eighteen. We're digging through the the regulation regulations <laughs> reference book. The handy dandy reference. The handy book. dandy <laughs> reference book, as yeah. was quoted by a trooper. What you looking at, Frank? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me or Don't ask questions. <clears throat> I'm already catching myself looking at the old outboard, the old boat sitting. It back won't be there. long. It won't be too long, man. It's we're kind of on the upswing of things now. It will not be long at all. March will come and go. March is a fun month, though. We had fun. Oh, last a lot March. of fun, yeah. We'll March and early to rip some serious yeah. lips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, I was hoping to go again this weekend. I but got the a damn bu- weather. This I got a bun- I got a bunch of whitefish I need to get rid of, so I need to go. Yeah, you do. Chunk that up, and that's a good afternoon when it's when it's hot. Oh yeah, but you go right through some fish. Short order. 
Yeah, there's plenty of stuff left to do, man. I mean, I'm busy with stuff anyway, but yeah, not finding myself being bored. I'm trying to yeah. crunch some brass, do a little bit of reloading. Um, we still got to haul a bunch of shit out to Moose Camp. Yeah. We're invested now. <laughs> We're invested. <laughs> we are, for sure. I get to go look at a lot of archery killed trophies next week in Reno to panel measure for Pope and Young. Oh, cool. So that'll be fun. Right on. Yep. It'll be a new experience for sure, and I'm sure I'll learn a couple things. Are they just do just doing the panel measure and no convention? This well, year? the they moved the convention till July, so that that they're hoping to do it then in Reno. But um, yeah, next next week's just the panel, so there'll be twenty or twenty five of us or something like that that have to measure eighty five trophies three times each. So like they put them and put you in groups and you measure hmm. each one of them three times and. And then that, you know, they're all, you know, top 10, top five world record type stuff. So it'd be pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Because what, it, yeah, as I remember, I had to, I almost had to send two bears into Panel Skull because it's either like if it's top 10, top 10 all time mm-hmm. or top five of the period of the or period. something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Either way, they'll all be big. So yeah, it'll, it'll be, be it'll be cool. It's all nothing I know about. It's a lot of freaking. <laughs> it's a lot of freaking numbers that would get lost in my head. But uh, yeah, which were you? Uh, yeah, you were talking about that. Maybe that'd be interesting to talk about. Like, what's that? Pope and Young's kind of like spooning, trying to figure spooning out Crockett Club spoon, spooning Crockett Club spooning tomorrow's trophy today. today. Yeah. <laughs> That that that's not public yet. But we we can talk about it in a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoon and crock pot. Spoon and crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> that's public. <laughs> we can talk about it all you want. It'd be fun to host uh, some type of event up like between you know Tundra Talk or whatever, and maybe the ABA and a couple scorers, and have people bring. In bears or no caribou. No one's going to come to that. <laughs> no, like people bring yeah. it in to have it scored oh, have and it stuff. scored stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that a lot of a... people even understand that, you know, you archer kill something or whatever, and it's hard to find a scorer, but yeah. if you if you can, I mean, that person will take the time out of their day to, to do it. Yeah. Hmm. You know, we could have a pint night. <laughs> I don't think so. Pussies <laughs> have pint nights. Real men have keg nights. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean, though. I do. It'd be kind of fun. Kind of. Yeah. Someone sent me a picture of <laughs> minus the pints. So uh, I don't know what that that whole train of thought. So maybe picture. Someone sent me a picture of Sheep Foundation has like a little shot glass or something that has like a plug on it. Oh Christ! I was like, that's the stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like I need one of those, man. The plug yeah. tapes up takes up space so that your, your shot's only like a half. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin, ruining your sheep horns and your shots. <laughs> right. Oh man, I'm not bitter at all though. Don't worry about it. Which oh, I got. I haven't. Sh- I haven't. We haven't. I haven't seen that yet. Don't drop this thing. Oh, don't drop it. Okay. That's probably the coolest freaking skull I've ever. Can you imagine seen. getting bit by one of these? Dude, got back. Feel those teeth. Feel the edges. Jesus Murphy. That thing would fuck you up bad quick. It's like scissors, the way they go together. And then the other teeth is like a serrated knife blade, the, all the back teeth. Yeah, the back teeth are like a wolf's front teeth that are just like the way they fit together. They Unfucking real, right isn't scissors, it? Yeah. Must have been a real young one. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, those things are sharpened right up. Oh, no, these ancient, ancient They have opposing warrior. thumbs, so they carry files, and they <laughs> sharpen each other's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> got the dentist baboon. <laughs> yeah. What a weird-looking skull, though, huh? I would say, look how small the brain is compared to, like, the head. That yeah. would have been a human someday, and you killed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Very I kind of regret not keeping one of the female one's skulls, too. Mm-hmm. You could have had a his and hers. Could have had a his and hers. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, and size wise, like they're they're not that big of a critter. But you compare that to like a pretty good sized black bear skull. I mean, it's I would rather have a bear coming after me than one of them. There's probably. more brain in that smaller skull than there is in a bear skull. Yeah. <laughs> Those teeth are impressive. Oh yeah, they're like the canines especially, it's unbelievable, freaking crazy. We'll see the bat. The- they eat meat. Oh yeah. Yeah. What like each other? Do they kill shit? Uh, they'll kill stuff. I mean, I think they eat a lot of nesting bird like. Rodents, Birds, too. And they're kind of scavengers. Do they eat, eat a, lot a lot of bugs, bugs and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's no reason to have... kind of predatory. I was going to say, there's no reason to have teeth like that, unless that's their defense, but they're strong, too. That's for, that looks for, like ripping meat apart it's got to, to me. Yeah. For sure. T-bones, probably. Yeah. <laughs> they're fuck, they sit Speaking around a fire fucking roasting their meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of ripping meat, did I didn't actually read the article, the lady that got her ass bit in her outhouse a bear oh. was down there crawled in there it better she she doesn't know whether it like got a claw it was just like one hole in her ass cheek <laughs> but she doesn't know whether it bit her or it like swatted at her but when the her boyfriend or her i don't know it was like brother's girlfriend or something i don't know exactly how it went but he went back to be like Something bit you in the outhouse, <laughs> and he opened up the seat, and it was like the bear was right there looking out of the fucking shithole. <laughs> I've heard of marmots getting caught in people's outhouses, like done by Summit and Paxson and all that, and they eat shit all winter, whatever they eat, and then... Corn? <laughs> yeah, corn. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be a good plan instead of digging a new hole, throw a marmot down there. <laughs> oh, man. That's rugged. Yep. Survival of the fittest. Survival of the shittest. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Donnie Vincent will shoot him next spring and eat him. It is an old warrior old, bear. Old, old warrior. Warrior. That old, that old outhouse warrior. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember a few years ago when someone, uh, when that grizzly denned up in the in the store at the Yukon at the Yukon Bridge. I know. Uh, the, the, do you remember that? It was a few years back. I, the guy that had the store? Well, a grizzly bear dinned up in that building oh, yeah. at, the, at the Yukon Bridge. Have you ever eaten in there? No. You I go have. in, Yeah, you go in there. Yeah. They have the whole story like in uh, oh. on newspaper and shit on oh. the wall. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, they The bears tore the whole fucking place up, oh, grabbed yeah. all the blankets and shit and put them in one room. That's what I would have yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> they do the same shit. Yeah. The lady that owns the place in Chicken... I was working on her house in town in Fairbanks, or her boyfriend at the time, whatever. But she went up there to check on her place. As soon as they plowed out the road in the spring, and the bear had gotten there, and it literally went in and like dragged mattresses out of like six rooms and all sort of blankets and curtains and all sort of shit all into one room. She said it was like she walked up and she knew something was wrong. It smelled for, for starters, uh-huh. but then she went in and the place was torn to shit. And you just start looking, looking, looking. And she said it was just like an entire room was like a nest. Like floor to ceiling 
with just shit that the thing just dragged in there and built this huge nest and climbed in went it a little and went overboard to bed. And like, man, I'm used to gathering up grass and sticks it's like and shit. All right. Like, I'm going to do this just, right. It's kind of funny that a bear, a bear is smart enough to like walk into a place like that and figure out where the linen closet is. You know, like, all right, you know? First, first things first, guys. <laughs> Imagine shitting that plug out in the spring and a coil from the mattress goes flying out. Boing. Oh. <clears throat> smart fuckers. If they're going to do all that. I know. Probably had down blankets and shit going. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if the thread counts high enough on these sheets. Like these things. Yeah, but if you ever go in the one uh, at the bridge there in the Yukon, they have good burgers and shit like that. Yeah. And they oh, yeah. have the whole the whole articles like in frames and stuff on the wall. Nice. And they talk about it like in the menu and shit. You know? Now, that's not the place because the place that was farther up the road just a little ways is closed now, right? Right. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, that's that, close. Because you used to be able to get burgers and shit there too. I think. Mm-hmm. Right, and Hotspot or whatever it's called. But yeah, the one right at the bridge, they have burgers and food and, and yeah. gas too if you want it. I, I don't know. I heard the other day it was five fifty a gallon right there. It'll be five fifty gallon me. in town before too long, probably. Good but. fucking point. Mm-hmm. Jeez. We're going to have to get our battery-powered motors ready for spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can hang out the back of the boat with like, a 20-volt DeWalt drill. We, go, we can't haul enough bait because we got to haul batteries. <laughs> and then one guy's on an exercise bike up in the front <laughs> charging, charging everything. One. Fucking people. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Ain't going to work. No, no not going to work real well. I mean, it's already, I don't know, like some of the some of the motor stuff that's come about probably because of like EPA standards and stuff. Like there's some pretty good motors well, I've out done. there. Yeah, but it's really just killed. Do you imagine like how like light and powerful they could make like good two-stroke motors nowadays? Like if they like... Well, Put look your at effort a fucking six hundred ETAC. Holy oh, yeah. shit! Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's if you a didn't powerhouse. Have, if you didn't have to worry <clears throat> as much about you know emission stuff, because for most of the stuff we're talking like outboards and sleds and stuff, your emissions is neg- negligible. It's not ever gonna right. Add not to like anything, vehicles, you know. Not like a mi- yeah, not like a million vehicles in a city or something. But did um, I send that thing to you guys with the dudes sitting there with a sign that says? Two strokes are ruining our environment. And there's a guy next to him with a sign that says, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you did. You sent me. I, I saw that. That was pretty good. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You can see those videos on YouTube of dudes with diesel trucks where they just like go up to curbs with people that are protesting and just pour coal on them. Just like black out these people are fucking covered in shit and they drive off laughing their asses off. <laughs> fuck. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, good one. No doubt about it. Wonder how, um, you know, all the storms right now in the lower 48, how they would be faring if, if it was all green energy and Well, they're f- and fucking up and the price of fuel right now. is bad. Skyrocketing per barrel because there's nobody in Texas. There's no oil coming out of Texas right now. No, because of the winter storm? Yeah. Oh, well, that, yeah, well, just like in the last couple of days, it's changed because of those storms and everything. Mm. Carrie showed me a picture last night. It was a fucking grocery store, and there's like fucking nothing in well, the store. Well, like talking to some people, nothing. like my sister down, lives down there, too. and like I mean, 
in Texas. Talk, yeah, and talking to other people, like power's been out for however long. Those people Ga- don't. You can't get gas because all the electricity, the gas station, the gas stations don't have power to pump the gas. Don't have any power from any of the wind stuff because that shit's all froze up. Their natural gas, like their gas plant, from what I understand, I could be. I'm just no, talking no. out of my it's ass. It's probably not too. Far from off. what you know, their natural gas power generation stuff isn't set up really to work in that i mean you know we have natural gas stuff up here and other cold places but it's designed for that systems that are designed for that um i don't know i can't speak for natural gas but propane doesn't you can run propane to i think the freezing point of propane is like 38 below zero or something like that so it's like pretty much works all the time even up here even Mm -hmm. if you're like half-assedly set it up it still works fine yeah you know most of the time yeah yeah but it's yeah it's like a big deal man i mean there's yeah a lot of people without power it's not like the average home in texas has a has a blaze king and they're in two cords of wood stacked up you know no start burning your fucking furniture (laughs) even a generator wouldn't help if you can't buy fuel so yeah you know it's like you're you know, there's all sort of like prepper dudes that are like, ah, fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah. They sit there laughing their ass off, fucking throwing wood in the fire and shit, their running bar- their of generator. Their buried, of their buried Connex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, prepper, just the opposite happened. Like, holy fuck, I, maybe I, would, I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. yeah or, but like, too. you know, people are having a hard time getting water and... Yeah, man. I mean, what our, sounds like so we live snow, in a pretty fragile system, really, when you think about Somebody it. Somebody here, like... This is probably like four or five years ago. Somebody was Kurt or somebody sent me a text. Oh, the fucking power's out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> fucking power's always out of my house. Probably fire up the generators or put the battery bank on. Yeah. It's like, it was weird. weird. It's been weird for me for like 12 years of my life. I don't ever even have to think about power because I always have it. Yeah. You know? And even if I don't have gas, even this time of year, it'll charge up my battery bank. You have something. Like throughout the day <clears throat> enough to do whatever you need to at night run the you know yeah. water well, sh- pump and lights and everything else well in that house as long as the wood stove is going it's probably just fine warmth wise oh yeah for sure yeah worst case ontario you need to wear a headlamp or something it's not rocket appliance <laughs> right <laughs> yeah I'm out there chopping trees down with a fucking hatchet <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of which like one of the, it was one of them like like oh suck it up you think you got a bad video as a dude like a dude splitting with no arms like splitting rounds i mean not big rounds but like it was impressive man like handling an axe under his chin oh, i was gonna thought you were gonna say in his mouth no not in his mouth but oh, it was impressive man handle splitting handling, wood with splitting his chin wood with his chin swinging that thing the shit you what see on tiktok <laughs> not to, <yeah. laughs> holy shit that's impressive enough internet for the day but that was yeah no it was like he'd he'd you know stick the the that split axe in them and pick them up set them on a block you know and yeah. then split it and it, if it gets stuck he could he could flip it around and hammer it. you know how sometimes like you get a you get a small round stuck on your axe you flip it around and hammer it down flat mm-hmm. your axe onto the the splitting block mm-hmm. and it'll the momentum will split the round hmm. how did he stack them did he show uh, that i didn't see that part <laughs> but um honey it's all <laughs> ready for you <laughs> no it was impressive it it's nice it. having the phone off all day last night and all day today i'm yeah. gonna start doing that like got, like, five hun- days a week 100 and- <laughs> 
154 messages. Yeah. You just go through and delete, 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 delete. delete. If it's an emergency, <laughs> they'll get back to me. Yeah. <laughs> I opened the ones that would reduce the number down quite a bit, but yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah, yep. that's all right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's on getting... for the weekend. It's baby, Friday. Baby watch. Baby it watch. doesn't matter what day of the week it is for no, me. It's me neither. Second, <laughs> it's all the same. That's secondary to whatever else is going on. <laughs> yep. Nick's like, yeah, is it fishing day or not fishing day? Yeah. I'm going to Laker fish tomorrow, but that'll be about it. Are you going to stay tomorrow night? No. Just day no. fish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I got too much shit to do for this next week, and the week after we got, we're going back to Wisconsin, so... We got stuff I got to do. I can't really just fuck off for the whole weekend. I pulled up the Wiggies site. You were telling me to look at their bags. Yeah. Yeah. 225 bucks for a fucking 60 below bag. It's fucking That's perfect. not bad. And, and the, it only weighs, it's not like it's super heavy. It's bulky. And yeah. You, and, you well, it's got to be to have 10 inches of loft in the thing. Yeah. The fucker's nice, though. Yeah. It's plenty warm. You don't need a wood stove. I mean, if your wood st- if your yeah. stove went out and you were sleeping in it, you'd be plenty warm. Yeah. And good luck finding a bag rated that low for that. And it's l- lifetime warranty. Like, if any uh-huh. of the loft gets fucking balled in, up or anything, he, whatever, send it back. We'll send you a new one or we'll fix it. Yeah. And I nice. think he's in Anchorage. Yeah. So, either way, you're not going to find a bag that warm for that cheap. Not happening. Mm-hmm. And if you can, I'd like to know about it. But I don't, th- I don't think it's possible. Like those down bags from Western Mountaineering and, and the other companies and stuff like that, they're 800000 bucks, mm-hmm. And they're only 40 below. 800000 bucks. 800 to 1000 million dollars. <laughs> 800 to 1000 Yeah. They ain't fucking cheap. No. No, good sleeping bags aren't, man. No. These, this one down... It's synthetic. No, synthetic. they're synthetic. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. You know, although you know, wintertime you could probably like you could get by with down. You get by with down. Just but if if you're sleeping in a fish shack or something like your yeah. ice shanty, I wouldn't want a down bag. No, a lot of potentially a lot of moisture. Yep, from that the propane. That setup, that stove that Matt has is the tits. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. Yeah, I Those mean, new way propane. If you're going stoves. somewhere that there's no, tr- you know, like you know. Hard to get firewood. Yeah. Fuck carrying firewood. Just get one of those things. He said he can go four days on a 20-pound propane tank. Right. That's impressive. Holy shit. And that's not... The thing know, that... was cooking. Like, I slept all night out of my sleeping bag, like, laying yeah. on it, basically. Moose camp status, kind of. Yeah, exactly. But and you don't get any of the... You know, it vents the propane. No moisture. So no yeah. moisture, and you don't have to worry about dying. Yeah. I woke up in my shanty. I, yeah, dying's a concern. Yeah. Well, Nick came out and he's like, I'd still be sleeping in that son of a bitch, but I feel like I swallowed fucking yeah. rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that propane will mess with your throat pretty good. And then on top of that, I, I just felt super like lethargic when in I woke yours, up. Yeah. I know what it was from, but I knew carbon I, monoxide. Yeah. <laughs> I had all the vents. <laughs> like I had all the beers and carbon yeah. monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> I had all the vents open and then I'd set my alarm for a amount of time that I knew I wouldn't die if it went yeah. off. So <laughs> Matt's got his he Wake sets up everything up and pulls out his bag. You set up Alexa and you're like, Alexa, wake me up if I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> no, Matt pulls out his little kit and like puts the batteries in the carbon monoxide detector yeah. and like yeah. sets it all up. So I was like, damn dude, you're all set up. No yeah. issues. Nice. 
We also no, commented cool. that it was really nice to to go somewhere and do something outdoors and not be the cook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Usually, I'm always cooking or yeah. whatever, in charge of most of the shit. Mm-hmm. And he did, he took care of it. So he it was, totally it did too. It was awesome. Frank's a breakfast cook. He's the breakfast cook. <laughs> second yeah. breakfast. Yeah, second breakfast cook. You have to warm your pop tarts up yourself in the morning. I'm not going to do that, but second breakfast, I'll cook everybody each a pound of bacon, <laughs> half a dozen eggs for per guy. Yeah. So I threw it out there. We'll see. We'll see if I think my parents are gonna. I think my dad might come. Nice. I'm not sure yet, though. They got to figure it out, and just because of this whole fucking COVID thing and their age and yeah. everything, you know. But supposedly they're supposed to get. I don't think either of them want to get vaccinated, but they're. The comment from my dad is, "I'm fucking sick of being at home." Yeah, <laughs> I got to do something yeah. so that I can actually get out and do something, you know. So we'll see. I think if they get. If they get vaccinated, and I think he'll come up here and moose hunt with us. Nice. Yeah. Is it about syrup time back there? Um, it's well, February is typically uh, time to tap, or just after you know, towards the end of February is time to start getting out and tapping trees. So they'll be busy here before long. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 So they got all the wood this fall. They got the whole sugar house is all full of wood, so they got plenty ample amount of wood to get them through the through the sugar season that's normally how they do it even if the sap's still running if they run out of wood they're like yep done, We're done. <laughs> We're done. you just take the take the hoses out of the out of the tanks and let it run onto the ground or sometimes they keep it and they know people that'll come and pump it out and take it to their sugar house and and boil take. everything there but yeah they they enjoy doing that for sure it's difficult to happen especially you're cruising around the woods on snowshoes all day Tree to tree to tree to tree and trying to straighten lines out and everything that limbs have fallen on and they get under the snow and it is a ton of work. Everything's, it's a... I like showing up to the end product. (laughs) Right? You're like, does anybody have pancakes? (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Um, They don't have vacuum system either, so it's all on a hillside. So everything you're doing is fucking uphill, you know? Man. So not only you're cruising around the snow snowshoes but it's all uphill the whole process have you had bird syrup i have mm-hmm. it's, not, I, it's different it. yeah. I, I liked it i you know you would have to take it kind of sparingly i think johnny boy is going to be doing tapping some birch trees down there according oh, really? to his girlfriend she texted me and was they were yes. looking for some piece of wood for a mantle or something like that and she said john tells me that you're 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 a fellow birch <laughs> tap tree tapper or something i don't know how she put it but i was like well no, but I've tapped <laughs> maple trees, like thousands of them. Um, some of those operations back there where I grew up, like I know a guy that worked year-round for an operation, and they have like 600,000 taps in trees. Like they lease land from people in like multiple places, and it's fucking obscene. Like main lines, like our main line is three quarters of an inch at my parents' thing. And at one point in time, we had like 750 or 800 trees tapped. They have 12 inch diameter main lines Holy in some of these shit. places that's like pumping like the fucking pipeline here. <laughs> Oil, this fucking sap coming out of maple trees. Holy it's unbelievable. Shit. And there's like how many multiple operations line, you know? that are that are doing that. 
Wow. Just and north so, of where I grew up. Tapping the syrup, this may be a dumb question, but it doesn't hurt the tree? At all. I mean, it, No, you don't ever tap in the same place, and you like fluctuate in the tree like you'll tap here this year and then the next year you'll tap up here and then the next and you just kind of work around the tree and you let it it heals itself right back up again cool yep super does the tree easy uh the tree being you know drained of all of its sap does that do anything to it or nothing at all yeah yeah and a bigger tree, like a tree yeah, this size, like you can you put a couple the, of You go down to the blood of, bank and you just say, keep <laughs> draining, keep pumping. Right. <laughs> keep pumping until I pass out. Yeah. <laughs> but trees like this big you can put, which is maybe 24-inch diameter tree, um, you can put a couple of taps in. But my parents have trees out in front of their house that are huge. They're You know, the base of them is maybe five feet across. Holy and man. they can put like three or four taps in those trees. Christ. Yeah. Does a tree that's never been tapped produce more sap than a tree that's been tapped every year? Or no, is it I just mean, always some of them are, yeah, it's different. And north-facing, the sap is different. Like, you boil down, there's, like, a whole bunch of different grades um, from fancy down to, like, B-grade syrup, you know. And there's, like, A, medium, amber, A, blah, blah, blah. So I don't remember I all like the names of everything money, now. I but buy the, the C-grade. Right. <laughs> um, but... That can be that the grade of the syrup can fluctuate by where your orchard is. Like, is it south facing or is it north facing? Or just there's a lot yeah. to it. Are they old trees, young trees? So, yeah, that's neat. It's fun. It was fun doing it when we were when I was a kid. It sounds yeah. like a lot of work, even for a smaller operation. It, oh, it is for sure. And these guys now with those big operations, they're like oil fired burners and everything you know my parents are doing you know wood. the woods most of the wood that they use is coming off their property out of the actual sugar bush that they drag down and cut up and split and everything and it's all wood fired the whole arches and Jesus. yeah it's but it's like a hot friggin fire like you got a huge fan blowing on the fire yeah. all the time it's not like you know in your house you like get it going and damp it down mm-hmm. there it's just like Roaring. fucking plug in that fan and turn it on it was just blowing air on it the whole time to just get it like so fucking they don't roaring they, hot fire. Their house, I would assume, is heated with wood mostly too. I mean, yeah. So yeah. they don't run out of wood. Uh, I mean, they have backup propane heat as well, but meant, they also have. Um, I meant they have an, one of those outdoor. My dad heats his shop and their house with one of those outdoor boilers. I meant like the oh yeah outdoor wood boiler. Yeah. So they don't they don't ever run out of wood to cut. They have a, oh no, there's I don't know thirty acres of fucking hardwood trees every year and though, enough shit to, falling down all the time. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that hardwood stuff. A lot of times, can you tell it's dead plenty of time before it starts rotting? Like birch tree. I mean, I'm used to birch well, trees they're, here. They're, where if, if there's they're like a standing dead birch tree, by the time you realize it's dead, it's they're kind of like <clears throat> it's not like. Um, Oh, five years ago, I was out here on this corner of the property. They're, like, on their property, so yeah. they know. Like, if a tree falls down yeah. within a couple of weeks or if it falls down in the winter in spring, they're like, oh, this fell down this winter. Yeah. We need to take the tractor up there and, you know, get the limbs off this and get it dragged down and split it up. So it's not like stuff's Stuff not rotting away. Years, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And you have to keep a sugar bush somewhat cleaned up because you have to be able to get around in there and like yeah. keep the lines maintained and everything. So it's like real Cleared open. Like open. And it's open it's not like this, woods. Yeah. Not like this bullshit we got around no, here. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty open, open going. It's pretty neat. Yeah. One because of these days you got to get your buddy who, uh, 
you were talking about deer hunting. I do. I yeah, yeah. It was pretty rough deer hunting back there this year, but he shot one one nice deer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just going back and forth with him not too long ago. Actually, bring some calling him. real hunting skill back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I really should get him call him and. I'd have to sit down here with a phone, with a phone, yeah, or the computer, yeah, over the computer. It'd be easy. So he has s- to have. Can he just be he on just, his phone? Yeah, you can okay, do that. Right on. Yeah, no, we can. I think he has a landline to call from at his yeah. home. The inter my internet's going to be the weak, the weak portion. But if it's during the day, it's usually fine. Right on. No, that would be cool because he's an incredible hunter, and it would be a lot of fun to. I actually have a whole list of questions. When we first started talking about that, I started yeah. thinking about like, oh, what kind of stuff would I want to talk to him about? And I p- compiled like this whole long list of questions that I would want to ask him to kind of give. Nobody knows about tracking fucking animals up here, you know, yeah. but I'm sure a lot of people that listen to this or maybe not um, know what tracking is, you know, know yeah. that guys track. It's funny. I talk about it sometimes and people are like, can you take fucking dogs and chase deer? And I'm like, no, like. Track the, the human is the tracker. Like you yeah. follow tracks in the snow. Well, it was, <clears throat> it was op- like when I went to Alberta. Like that's how them guys were hunting moose in the after the rut, like in November. Mm-hmm. Tracking them. Tracking them. It was it was cool to see it. You know, most our our stuff's all closed by then, pretty much. So yeah. growing it's just up, not a, something that's usually done here. Growing up, a, several of my dad's friends they would track whitetails through cattails and marsh and shit like that. When once the marsh froze over. And it's there's an art to it for sure. Oh, it's unbelievable! Yeah, you get intimate with animals like you know exactly, like feeding, sleeping, all these behaviors, After. like things that happen before they do this, and what to look for before they do this, and yep. oh, I'm fucked. You know, you get busted a lot before you start like figuring stuff out, and even. It's just the same as anything, you know. No two animals are the same, just like no two people are the same. So. So the Benoits, they they were from Maine, and then they they're started. From, Benoits are from Vermont. They're from Vermont, yeah. and they would hunt Maine, New Hampshire, yeah, yeah. Vermont, and yeah. they would track. And they wrote a lot of nice books and mm-hmm. stuff on tracking. Yep. Yep. They kind of, I'm sure it was a a thing before they started doing it, but they definitely put, you know, like the. They put it on the board. Yeah. 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 Oh, guys have been, yeah, tracking's been forever. All the old timers where I grew up, all the guys that just, you know. They don't give a shit about anything, but over 200-pound deer, clean draft, no lungs, no heart, no nothing. Everything out of them, over 200 pounds. Fucking antlers, I don't give a shit. They're like woodsheds, the backside of their woodshed that nobody can even see. It's got a bunch of fucking heads screwed to it that are all rotting (laughs) away, you know? Uh Don't give a shit about them. Yeah, the weight. Yeah, it's all about the weight. Well, I mean, there's there's something to be said about that because if you're going to start on a track... And you know what that track should look like for a, you know, a heavy deer. Mm-hmm. Well, then who cares what the antlers are because you're you're tracking a mature buck. Mm-hmm. And it, you know you you can tell how big it is by the track, but you can't tell how, what it's got on its head. It's funny. A lot <laughs> of these guys will send me pictures of their rifle sitting in, sitting in a bed, laying in a bed of a deer, and, and they're just like that's a fucking buck. Like this based is the on one the I'm following right now, based on the size of the bed, you know, nice. compared to their rifle. So 
lot of shell case 30-06 cases next to tracks to show how big the track is compared to the 30-06, yeah, nice. you know. Well, a lot of them guys like them, them pump Remingtons, actions. The 30, is it Model 35 or whatever, the Remington uh-huh. pump action. Yeah, yeah. Rifles, pump which is rifle. like unheard of up here. You know, it's just a totally no. different oh, ball yeah. game yeah. type of thing. No scope, a lot of guys. I mean, no. some guys run scopes, but no a lot coo- of open no sight. No, all wool, man. <laughs> all freaking wool. All them guys all wear wool. There's a reason for it. Yep. Yep. Those life straws are big. You don't have to carry any water. You just stuff that thing in a hole anywhere, in a creek, whatever, and drink water. Really? Because there's tons of little creeks and stuff back there when you're when you're walking, cruising. There's no, never a shortage of water. It'd be a really fun way to hunt, especially in bigger country where you could roam for a, a while, you know, and not... Worry about others, private or public, and all and that. Which I'm sure there is spots like that. We but. definitely didn't do it much when I was a kid because where we were hunting, I mean, guys still do it. Don't get me wrong, but um, we were always like, "Fuck, we're just gonna chase a deer. It's gonna run across the road, and somebody's gonna shoot it." You know, it's yeah. like, "God damn it!" I, you know, you spend all this time trying to chase down a deer, and I just, you just push it right out for somebody else <laughs> to shoot. That's like that meme, you know, like. This buck you've patterned for nine months with trail camera. Dude dressed like this is going to axe him first, right. first day, opening day of rifle season. It's like doing a trench coat and an army hat or something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, are there like large tracts of national forests and stuff that you could – you don't need to name them, but are, are yeah. there, there are. Yep. Yep. State land, um, timber, like paper company land. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's chunks of land around, and the guys that are successful know where there's chunks of land around that. Yeah, are people aren't to... fucking there, you know. Of course. Yeah, just like anywhere. You just got to get out further, further, further away from people. Yeah. But they also run into a lot in the. They hunt the North Country, you know, Northern Vermont, Northern New Hampshire, Northern Maine. You get on a deer and it runs into Canada. You got to stop when you hit the border. And they all have GPSs and stuff because you're just going, you know. Uh-huh. So you track yourself all day. Yeah. So you know how the easiest way to get back to a road or get back to where your camp or your vehicle is. Yeah. Otherwise, um, Farvo will pick you up. But otherwise. the fucking, yeah, there's like <laughs> the whole fucking mounted police <laughs> coming in after you. Yeah. Though, I mean, you can't cross the border and chase after, keep chasing after deer, even though there's. Like nothing to stop you. Yeah. You just legally can't do it. Just yeah. keep a liter of cola in your backpack, and mm-hmm. you can bribe them. <laughs> bribe them <with> some <laughs> cola. <clears throat> oh man! Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing to bear hunting. But yeah. now is when we start getting twitchy. Yeah. yeah. I got a bunch. I of haven't really start been thinking. filling voids up in the garage with dog food. <laughs> dog I've got. Food and- well, do that quick, and then I've got a. Yeah, a ton no, of grease that no my buddy's been the boat on that. stockpiling He's been for stockpiling. Me. I actually... Dude, don't, don't get grease. I have the fucking 55 <laughs> gallon. I, I got some it's of the, the transferring shit. <laughs> it's the transferring it that... Man, it, like nowadays, it used to be you, you take your barrel down to KFC and they, you know, fill it up till, and then you can hardly lift it and get in the truck. Yeah. And it, like, I mean, the old, like the, the grease when they actually used lard was like superior... But this mm-hmm. stuff nowadays, it does the peanut oil and fry oil, you know, whatever vegetable it, oil. It, it does works. the trick. Last year, the guy that was grabbing it all for me, he would, he'd fucking run it through like a sieve or whatever and 
and get all the junk out of it. Fuck you! Like, like I want the I'm junk. Like, yeah. Dude, don't I'm do not that. running it in my <laughs> biodiesel truck or whatever. I told them a couple months ago. I'm like, all the shit you grab this winter, just leave it just how it is. It'll be fine. Yeah, he's got a good stockpile for morsels. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no beer beans funds. We'll get into there. We'll have to like rehash. I mean, some of that, a lot of the stuff we've talked about in different episodes and stuff. But it's like every year you see a lot of the same oh, yeah. questions. Like it's there's definitely art to it, man. I think so. Well, maybe not an art. Mm-hmm. There's a it's a process. Science. Yeah, you know, you, you know it, yeah it's and and it can be discouraging sometimes. You know, guys like just. Really guys can. or gals just getting started. I mean, it, it, it like a lot so much up here. Rob was blown takes, away last year. He was like, "Holy fuck, you guys are going ape shit here. This is serious business." <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, location is ninety. Oh yeah, of it. you know, I mean, it, it's like there's a learning curve that just takes time. You know, like you can see, you know, maybe you or me or any of us might, with you know, the years of experience, could get, you know, productive baits a little faster maybe. I mean, sometimes it might take you two or yeah. three or four years to really, like, well, the way, yeah, the way I figure see this, stuff out. You, um, you could put a absolute shitty bait in an incredible spot, and it'll fucking work. Yeah. Or you could put a fantastic bait in a bad spot, and mm. it, it wouldn't work, you know? Just, yeah, you got to eliminate people. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, like, and, and another thing, because I, yeah, you end up getting, we end up, end up getting questions, and you see people, like, at the questions, like, there, it'd be it'd be cool to do episode one of these days, just like, you know, it doesn't have to be just bear baiting, but sheep hunting, whatever. Just like the shit that really matters, you know, because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff. Like it's easy to get, especially if you're new to it. There's so much bullshit that it's easy to get wrapped into that doesn't like is irrelevant. You know, it's like like if, do like, you use do you use this brand of dog food or that or dog food or bread or what? You know, like so much matter. of the stuff is uh, you have to have kuyu camo well, though. Right. Yeah, you if, do. If you don't yeah. know any better, you'd think you any time you're in the mountains, you could you feasibly kill a sheep, right? And if you didn't know any better, any time you put out a bear bait, you'd think, oh, I'm going to have an opportunity at a bear, but it, it just doesn't work yeah. that or way. Or, and vice versa, it can seem freaking impossible, you know, if, you, you know, and it's not like, I, I mean, I don't want to like no, I give meant- anybody, be like, you, you kind of like, I like to see people kind of earn it, and it's satisfying when you like, Put, put in figure effort, some of the put stuff in the effort out yourself. And figure some of that stuff out yourself. You know, it's not not to say that I'm against giving people pointers, but well, what I meant was like you can't just go to any group of mountains and find a sheep and no. kill it, and you can't just put a bait anywhere and expect to kill a bear. So, like, there, there's a little bit more to it, definitely. And the folks that I know that are successful at both, they're they're not yeah. hunting with other people. Well, and even, you know, well, yeah, <laughs> when even. Uh, or or, or in, and if you are hunting with people nearby and pressured areas, you can still be successful. Yes, but yes, it's a different ball. It's a different ball game. Yeah. Um, you know, like freaking twenty B black bears. You know, you there's quite a few black bears around, but yeah. it's a different game than you know if you're out nowhere. Well, and even you know some of the spots we've hunted are pressured. You know, like well, that well. I'm not saying even some like zero pressure spots, like sometimes nothing. The bet you get nothing when a mile away, you your could fucking be a, bait or, is pulverized in uh-huh. twenty minutes of you putting it out. Exactly. It's half gone. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like a bait won't even get fucking touched. Mm-hmm. Like 
at all. And you think, like, this is a shit hot spot. Like, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of little things. Prevailing winds. Maybe there's no reason for them to be there in the first place. You know. Yeah. You, I mean, Barber, you, your, your other baits got them first, so they didn't mm-hmm. feel the need. Yeah. yeah, fuck, there's lots of little things mm-hmm. come into play. But, yeah, you got to get going. But yeah. All right, well, yeah. yeah. Happy Disappointment Day, everyone. Yeah. It was... Yep, it was just what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, no. Congrats Exciting to everybody day. that did draw though. Yeah, yeah for really sure. Make, well, make the most of it. Get out there and I'm get gonna, out there. I'm gonna get the go bonus. Hopefully, if I can go with those guys, they're like, if we draw elk, you're coming because you've done it and you know where they're at and everything. <laughs> so Brian was like, I'll buy your plane ticket. You could just come in with us. So <laughs> I guess if. They drew. That's yeah, you'd have a lot of fun. I kind of won. Hunting and then go elk hunting. It'd be cool. Shit, yeah. yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And, yeah, if you – congrats if you drew. And sorry about your luck if you didn't draw. <laughs> right. Still still could be, you know, be a fantastic year. We got the whole thing ahead of us. So looking forward to it. But, anyway, if you enjoy the episode or the podcast, appreciate it if you leave a good review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. and. If you have any comments or questions, you can email podcast ak at tundratalk. I'm retarded. Podcast at tundratalkak.com. It's been a long day. And uh, yeah, so if you if you want hoodies or t-shirts, you can get those on the tundratalkak.com. I'll also have stickers and some koozies and stuff like that. All right, I'll get out of your hair. Thanks. <laughs>